boom there it is ladies and gents we're ready to rock and roll got another episode now we all have customers wouldn't it be nice if they spoke to us just as much as we're or just as anxiously as we're speaking to them that's what we're going to talk about today customer acquisition customer engagement let's get this show on the road here we go shut up and sit down the business bros podcast was created for you Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. All right, ladies and gents, let's do this. Let's see if I can do it just as well as the other business bro. We're going to try some heat. All right, well, we all have something to sell, but what makes a customer? Buy. Today's guest cracked the code on why consumers buy products or services. He's been at this for over 40 years and is at the forefront of marketing and helps us reveal cutting edge trends in advertising. Please welcome to the show, keynote speaker, Forbes.com contributor, professor of marketing with clients like eBay, Ford, CrossFit, Progressive, and more, Michael Solomon. I warned you, Michael. We're here to have some fun, my friend. How you doing today? Hey, hey there. I got to tell you, that's probably the best intro I've ever had. <laughs> Good. Then I did my job so far. You did. Right? If you have a smile on your face, then yeah. I'm I'm happy today. It's already a good day. You All go. right. Um, speaking of which, that's kind of what my mottos in life are, right? To be of service to others. And I think the quality that I bring to a situation is I like to put a smile on people's faces. I think it's a, a good thing to do to validate people as human beings. And I feel as a result, that's helped me acquire customers. Uh, you know, without, you know, I got to drop your question, obviously. So marketing has so many different aspects. Can you tell me? What do you do? Yeah, yeah, sure. So I'm, I'm probably a little different than your typical guest, because uh, I, I don't really work for a living. I'm a college professor. And so I, 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 my day job, I'm a, a professor of marketing at St. Joseph's University in Philly. But over the years, I've, I've also worked with a lot of companies to make them more customer centric. You, you named a few of them. And uh, I, I do a lot of keynote speaking and, and writing, mostly on the topic of uh, why do we buy and how can we get our customers to buy more, obviously, and keep them happy, keep a smile on their faces the same way you're doing for me right now. So, you know, we have a lot in common, actually. Um, you know, I, I actually teach high school part time in the morning. So wow. I'm, I, and I teach a course called financial algebra. So I get the kids that have struggled in math the entire high school education. And this is their last math credit wow. to kind of move on. Sadly, that's what the course is, really. Um, but it gives me the opportunity to share with them that just because you didn't do well in this class doesn't mean that there aren't opportunities out there for you to be successful, right? And let me show you some of the tools. I like to tell them things like, you know, the first time you played Monopoly, you were horrible, you sucked at that game. But the second time you played, you had an opportunity to win. And the difference between the first and the second is you learn the rules to the game. And now you know the rules to the game, you have a chance to win. Uh, what's it like going from, for you anyways, going from the classroom to 
the actual world, of, you know, the corporate world and kind of balancing between what are you learning? What are you yeah. teaching your students? Yeah, well, it's, you know, the, I mean, I think my students teach me more than I teach them on a typical day, you know, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, when you're talking about that, you know, um, you know, learning the rules and, and all that, a, a lot of it in, in my field, you know, ha it has to do with, and as you move back and forth, you know, the biggest, the most important thing that you can do is to put yourself in the mind of your customer, take yourself out mm -hmm. of your own head, put it in his or her head and, and experience your business the way that person does, not the way that you do. And, uh, you know, that's something. So I, I've had the opportunity to actually experience businesses, you know, whether whether it's CrossFit or Under Armour or whatever it is um, to really see firsthand, at, at least in a limited way, how they're making decisions, how they're thinking about themselves and their brand. And um, then, of course, I get to bring that back to the classroom and, you know, share my war stories and, and all that. But it's definitely a two way street because, uh, after all, uh, you know, young, young people today, I mean, that's a cliche, but it's our future. They're our future. And, and so they teach me a lot every time I'm in class with them. You know, when you've got 35, 20 year olds sitting there, um, you better be be able to tap dance pretty, pretty fast and also listen to what their concerns are and how they're thinking about the world, because it's quite different than um, than even you would have thought about it coming up. I mean, you're I don't know how old you are, but I'm definitely older. So <laughs> That's it. I'll be uh, uh, I'll be 40 this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, even, you know, in, in marketing terms, you're you're an old guy, you know, because mm -hmm. the future belongs to to the Gen Z's and, and all that. So but even even the real dinosaurs have to learn to be flexible and, and to understand that just because, you know, they do it different these days or maybe the music sounds different than it used to doesn't make it good or bad. It just it just means that you've got to keep up with the changes, you know. It's it's the fundamentals that have to stick around, right? Like the the, right. the fact that, you know, customer service regardless of whether it was speed and efficiency or one-on-one, -on -one, it still has to exist or the customer's not going to come back. Some of those fundamental rules in marketing might look different. They might come at us differently, but they're still relevant today. What are, what are some of those things that we could do to, to essentially acquire some customers? Oh, wow. Um, well, again, you know, like I said, you know, empathy is is really important. Um, understanding what the world looks like from their perspective, and it might be quite different uh, from yours. But you know, the the basic. Much as I loved your your little clip there, um, it's not always about acquisition. You know, one of the mistakes that I think a lot of uh, small businesses and large businesses make is that they they forget that it's much more expensive to acquire a new customer than to keep an old one. So I'm not saying don't acquire new customers, obviously, but but there's a bias there because we you know we tend to say, well, how can I get go after that next shiny new customer when it's very possible or very likely that you have existing customers that you're not uh, fully uh, you're not fully using them to their potential in the sense that there's a relationship there and you know that's a two way street they. They can be giving you a lot more ideas, uh, new product ideas and, and, and that sort of thing, promoting your product, being a brand ambassador, et cetera. So, uh, again, it's yeah, let, sometimes we want to acquire new customers, but let's not forget the ones we have.
because just like, and you understand being a teacher, you know, it's all, it's all about that relationship and you're not going to get a lot done without having that. You are so right. I mean, the, the idea of who you're building a relationship with, right? I, I've had this tax practice since about 2006, right? I, my very first business I got into, it failed. And as I was going under and, you know, down in flames, I, I one of the biggest bills I had to pay was taxes. And I didn't know at the time what it was. So right after it failed, the first thing I did was enroll in tax school. And I did it because I needed to learn, again, a rule to the game. If you're going to continue playing this game, you better learn some of these rules. Uh I ended up, you know, working for H&R Block for a couple years and then I left and just through word of mouth I still have this tax practice today that now I finally have a team that that's that's helping me take care of that. But the some of the customers from then are still my customers today. Right? The the loyalty because you know there's a relationship there. They can pick up the phone and send me a text message at any time, give me a call at any time and I'm going to answer their call. Right? Because They've been in my circle for so long. How can we step out of our own experience and turn the table? Like, what are some techniques that we could use to do that? Because I, I, it's easy to say, not as easy to do, or everybody would be successful at it. Yeah, yeah. Well, not everybody, you know, believes that that it's it's worth it because they think they can sit in their fancy office and speculate about what their customers want. We mm. we see that a lot, you know. Uh, I work with a lot of fashion related companies and, you know, a lot of designers really don't care about customer feedback. They, they know what's right. And, you know, maybe, they maybe they're right or, or maybe they're not, you know, but the, but the simplest thing that you, that you can do, which can be a real eye opener is, you know, depending on the type of business you have, for example, if you have a, you know, a bricks and mortar kind of uh, business, or if you have an online business for that matter, uh, just enter it as a customer. You know, kind of like that, mm. you know, that reality show where the, you know, where the boss, what's it called? The secret boss or whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. You he, know. he goes undercover boss. Undercover boss. Yeah. You know, uh, something like that, um, you know, and and going and and mapping out what one one technique that's very big these days. Some of your listeners have heard of this, I know, is is uh, customer journey mapping, mm -hmm. where you go through the exercise of meticulously plotting, plotting out what is the experience of that 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 customer is having at every point in the process. And that can be really invaluable, especially if you do it yourself and you're able, you know, have you ever gone on your own company's website as, as a customer and tried to see if there are delays or or, or something like that? You know, uh, it's, it's good to experience that firsthand. Hmm. So become a customer become a customer so somebody, i love the i love how you said that go through go through it like you're a customer buy your own product right go through it and yeah. go through the entire process did you get your automated emails did you get your automated text messages right. Does customer get the receipt how long did it take what does it say in the subject like you're absolutely right like being able to go through the customer yeah. through that journey it seems simple enough but it's not always uh common sense, I guess. Yeah. Right. I mean, are we essentially asking ourselves and I guess I'll, you know, as, as an educator, but when you go and work with these companies, Hey, we've got a problem here. <laughs> what problems do you solve? Yeah. Well, the, um, the, you know, the, the basic problem is why, why don't we understand what our customers want? We think we do, but they don't seem to agree with us. And again, it's, you know, it's, it's a matter of, um, thinking, doing a lot of thinking about your brand and the meaning of your brand. So, you know, in terms of a problem that, that I address, 
you know, it, it has to do with clarifying how or if your brand really, really reaches out and grabs your customers. We I call that brand resonance. Mm. Uh, the extent to which your your brand has a story to to tell, and we know that just about every successful brand today uh, is successful not because they necessarily make a superior product or service, but because the story they're telling about that is superior to the competitors. And so a, a lot of what you can do when you think about the meanings of, of whatever your brand is, whether you're a startup or whether you're Procter & Gamble, people, you know, everyday consumers are taking away a lot of meanings from your products that you're not necessarily aware of. And so what I like to say is that, you know, people, we don't buy things because of what, of what they do. We buy them because of what they mean. That's kind mm. of my mantra. And, 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 you know, when you look in just a lot of different categories, you'll see that there are, you know, one or two brands that are way, way up at the top. And then there's maybe, you know, five or 10 more that are kind of struggling in the middle. And if you look at those ones at the top, they're usually brands that have this really, really cool story that people want to be a part of, you know, whatever the vertical is, whether it's whether it's Apple or, or Nike or CrossFit or Lululemon or or Chevrolet, you know, it's it's all about that heritage and that story and brands that don't understand that. That's where their problem is, because they think they're selling something functional. But the reality is that people are buying uh, something bigger than that. It, it's it's the way they make us feel right. And I, I, mm -hmm. I feel that's what Disney does so well. I mean, yeah. they gave us the love stories, which were awesome. And in each one of their Disney movies, you you feel tears or, you know, pain or whatever it is that, that the characters are going through. They do that really well. I mean, they got to the point where the way I heard it was, you know, they gave toys feelings and they gave cars feelings and they gave, you know, all these different things up until the point where their feelings had feelings, right? Like when we had that other movie. Right. But they they know the power of making you feel something. You you grow a connection. So story stories and and you know getting a customer to engage with you is absolutely vitally important. Now you're you're launching an online course on yeah. uh, on customer engagement. Tell me about that. Yeah. Yeah, so I, you know, I decided I actually took a poll of of business uh, business owners at one point, and I uh, of marketing uh, people, and I said, what's what's the one thing that keeps you up at night the most? And the answer that I got was uh, by a wide margin was keeping my customers engaged. So going off of that feedback, I decided to develop a course on on building engagement. And um, and what I did was I, it, I I compiled about six hours worth of content. And a lot of it is stuff that is derived that is based on real research that's been done either by academics like myself or by people in, in the industry. And so what I do is, is show the the uh, the learners the different ways to think about their brand and how to ramp up customers engagement with that. Even if it's a relatively boring brand, there are ways to do that. Now, if you're, you know, the Disney's of the world probably don't need to take that course because they, they figured it out. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of us really have a lot of work to do. So, uh, yeah, I decided to apply. Uh, I, I'm the author of a textbook on consumer behavior. It's the it's the most widely used around the world. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of material available that that we use to teach students about how customers make decisions. But a lot of that doesn't get transferred to the business community. So hopefully this course will help. Yeah.
Now you're marketing, so I'm assuming uh, there's a specific. Um, I am looking for qualities beyond the physical. <laughs> Somebody who's going to take this course. Yeah. There's an ideal client for you, right? Yeah. What? What? Who is that? Now the ideal client would be would be maybe an owner or a manager of a of a small to medium sized business, um, maybe one that can't afford the luxury of having their own customer insights department. And so maybe they have one or two people who have to do all the marketing stuff and they could really use some help in thinking about it. So, you know, as I said, it's not for the Procter and Gambles of the world. It's for everybody else, especially entrepreneurs who just who really need some help understanding that, you, you know, you can have the best product in the world. But if your customer doesn't believe it or doesn't need it, then you're wasting your time. That's it, ladies and gents. Two pieces to the puzzle. One, you got to get the customer. And once you have them, now you got to learn how to keep them. So quick commercial break on how to get them in the first place. Do you need more customers? Worried about how you're going to pay your next bill? You need sales. I get it. Starting a business is tough. And one of the most difficult things to do in your business is to get customers. How do you get in front of those people? How do you get in front of your ideal customer? You do it through paid ads. Let us create the content for you, place it in front of the audience so that you get the work and your business does not fail. Failure is not an option. You have to succeed. And the only way you're going to do that is by getting more customers. Are you ready to grow your business? www.businessbros.biz. No more excuses. You know what you need to do. You need to get more customers. www.businessbros.biz so you can get started getting new customers today and then take care of them <laughs> don't let them go away let them go. Right. So if i'm a, if i'm a business owner right now and i'm like you know what hernan's right i've been acquiring customers and they've just been falling off i need to go see michael michael's got to teach me i got to take this course um if, if that's somebody who is looking for you How do they get a hold of you? What's the sales process like? I need to take a course from you on making those cool clips. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you're uh, laughing and you're having fun. That's yeah, a win yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah. No, it's it's very easy. Just go to, go to my website, uh, michaelsolomon.com, um, and you'll you'll see a link right at the top announcing the new course. Well, yeah. and 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 what's uh, tell me a little bit about the course? Like, what what are we going to get in there? Oh, it's well, it's called it's called Engage. How, how to turn your bored customers into brand fanatics. And mm. it's, on, it's on the Teachable platform. Um, it's very simple to use. Like I said, it's about six hours worth of material, so you don't do it all at, at once. But uh, but there are different modules that have to do with, with different aspects of building desire and taking customers through that process that you were referring to. You know, it's just because somebody buys from you once, it could have been an accident or even a mistake. You never, yep. you never know. So there's a, you know, one, I mean, that's the first hurdle is just getting them into your franchise, so to speak. But, but what, what I do in the course is talk about some of the tricks of the trade in terms of how do we, how do we continue to strengthen that relationship and find ways for our brand, you know, our product, our service, our store to play a bigger role in the person's life. And so that's, you know, that that's the hint about the ending. The, you know, the ending is anytime you make something more relevant to what people are looking for, they're going to become more engaged. So what I do in the course is to talk about some of the techniques that we can use, uh, whether it's to engage people with the product itself 
or with the message about the product, which is what what you guys do, or even just uh, in some cases making the situation like a shopping environment more interesting so that people get more involved and don't just fall asleep. You know, like you when you go to the shopping center, you see all the old guys sitting in the center dozing off. You know, that's that's uh, that's but they're not holding the their cup of coffee, though. They're, they're yeah. still holding that cup of coffee. Yeah. But, you know, that's not the kind of customer that we want. We want the kind we want somebody like you who's got a lot of energy and is going to go out and just buy everything. Right. And so but but again, there, there's a process there that does not happen overnight. And so, you you know, going through the sales funnel, if you will, whether it's online or offline, it, it's that same logic where you're first getting their attention, but now you have to keep showing them uh, different reasons why you're, you have value that they're looking for. Man, and it's, it's just one of those things where you have to sit back and get a little creative or... You can find a mentor, ladies and gentlemen, someone who's been at it for a while who may have already written a course. So <laughs> michaelsolomon.com. Go check that out real quick. <laughs> All right, uh, Michael, you know, everybody loves to get hooked up, right? So I'm going to ask you. Me? I'm giving away free money. What, 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 any promos or any things yeah. that you got uh, maybe free on your website or things that people yeah. can take advantage of? Yeah, well, actually, yeah, there is on, on my website uh, pretty much at the same place where you, where you can find the course link. If you go, if you scroll down a little more, you'll find something called a brand resonance audit and uh, that you can download that for free. Uh, basically, all it is 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 a guideline that, that gives examples of different ways you can add meanings to a brand so that it really hooks people. And so what I do is give examples of actual brands that, ha that are using that technique. So I encourage anybody to go, you know, take a look at that and give a lot of thought to your brand and, and how, if at all, does your brand really reach out and connect with people? You know, is your brand the kind of thing, you know, when you look at people lining up uh, at Apple stores to get a new iPhone, uh, you know, sleeping overnight in front of the store, you know, that's the kind of engagement that that we all want to have. But it, that doesn't come easy. And, and so there are things that you can do to to really ramp that up. Man, I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. I'm going to have to make the offer, ladies and gents. So this is my uh, my fun time. Mike. I get to kind of recap a little bit of what we've been discussing. Uh, Customer engagement, ladies and gentlemen, you need to have empathy, right? What's the difference between sympathy and empathy? You guys know? I'll give you an example, right? So when somebody has a problem and you make that problem your problem, you're being sympathetic, right? You need to understand where they're coming from. You need to know, like, you know, there's there's times in your life where you had the same type of issue. Uh, I, I, love, uh, I love Zig Ziglar's story. He's like... The, if, if the doctor's about to cut into you, if he's sympathetic, he's going to say, ooh, this is really going to hurt. <laughs> right? Or he understands that you're about to go through something and he's able to step back from the problem and respond to the situation. Uh, customer engagement is all about the way you're responding to people. You need to, you've already got their attention, right? Because you're working with the business bros. So you already got customer acquisition. They're already there. How do you keep them? You see, every person in your circle is not just somebody who's going to buy from you one time. They're going to buy from you over and over and over. It's a connection you make for a lifetime customer. And that's the goal, right? So if you need tricks, trades, they're not really tricks, to be honest. They're just practices, things that you have to put into play, into motion. 
go to michaelsolomon.com. michaelsolomon.com. It's got a course on customer engagement. Keep them, your business will grow. Don't keep them, it's going to cost you a lot to acquire new ones every single time. That's how you make your business grow. One more time, michaelsolomon.com. What do you think, Michael? Works for me. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of promo stuff, man. I mean, yeah. it, it goes a long way. Like I said, it, it, the cool thing about podcasting and creating content for me was there are no rules to this game. I can literally do what I want in this space, and I choose to uh, you know, promote people who come on the show and have some fun. Um, I don't know. How, how many podcasts have you been on? Oh, uh, maybe 15 or 20. What, what do you, and, you know, what we pride ourselves on are video testimonials. And I'm going to ask you this because, you know, when we, when we love to do video testimonials, because when a customer has a good experience, we would love for that customer to tell all their friends and family. And it just doesn't always happen, but a video testimonial locks that in. Um, is that a section in the course that you teach at, uh, in marketing? Well, this, uh, you know, that. I do. Yeah, actually, I do touch on that now that you mention it. Yeah, I talk I talk in the course about the importance of, of visual messaging versus text messaging. And mm. how, you know, especially the younger generation is very, very visual and does, unfortunately doesn't want to read anything. But that's another story. Uh, but they love to look at pictures. They love to look at video. And, and when you look at content marketing and the way that's going, it's clearly migrating to video, you know, very, very significantly. It's going to be a hologram soon. Hey? Yeah. Didn't you know that? You know, I, I don't know if, if you were a Trekkie growing up. My dad was. And when they go yeah. into that holodeck, all oh. of a sudden it's like, what is this? What used to be fantasy will become reality. Absolutely. It's just a matter of time. If you can dream it, it can happen, right? Yeah. I, I love to hear you say that because I, t I talk about that to my students. I talk about the holodeck and, you know, virtual reality and so on. They look at me like I'm from Mars because none of them have ever heard of the holodeck on Star Trek, but uh, I still have fun thinking about it. Yeah, well, you know, let's <laughs> let's plop them when I was growing up. Give them a rotary phone and then tell them who's weird, right? Like, <laughs> or, you know, a cassette tape. We'll see who's weird. You know, yeah. hey, it's just another time, you know, it's just another time. So you've been on about 20 different podcasts. Uh, we're, we're rounding the end of the corner of our show here. Um, and one of the questions I love to ask is, uh, what was your experience like with me? You, you, you are... You are someone who never needs to drink coffee. I don't. I drink water all day. <laughs> yeah, I, I love. I love your energy. I love. I love the whole. The whole thing. I love the. I love the clips. I love the music. Uh, you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there that are pretty cut and that are pretty dry. It's a lot like brand marketing we were talking about. You know, if you if you don't have a personality when you do it, then you might as well not bother. So I totally agree with that one. Yeah. Um, from a marketing perspective, I'm curious, what did you think of the customer experience that we've created from booking your episode to getting reminders to, you know, yeah. introduction to the show well, from a marketing point of view, yeah. from a customer's point of view, what was that experience like? Yeah, I actually, I didn't, I did notice that I got a lot more reminders from, from you guys than I typically do. And there was never any doubt about what I had to do. So that's, you know, uh, a lot of times when 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 customers choose one option over over others, it's because they're going to get a predictable experience. And so that's one thing I think that you guys are doing, whether consciously or not, is not leaving any question, you know, about how this is going to work, what it's going to look like. 
So I, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Mapping out the flow. It, yeah, was, it was exactly how you described it. I mean, yeah. going through my website as a customer and like, and like yeah. oh, I didn't get that text message. What email is this? Right. <laughs> you know, like going back and making the corrections as we go. Uh, Michael, you've been an amazing guest. You've had so many years of experience in marketing. Um, you're teaching some of your students some of the amazing things that you're learning as things change and progress. Uh, you got any cool student stories as we finish it up of people who've gone through your course and then have be, you know become great parts of your network? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, a lot a lot of students have gone on, you know, have gone on to to great jobs. Um, you know many of them having nothing to do with, with me, of course, you know, be, beginning, beginning with, uh, with Michael Jordan, the basketball player who, who was my student when I was a grad student at UNC Chapel Hill wow. some, years, some years ago. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely, it's always fun to see students that are, that are doing well, that maybe learned a little bit from you and, you know, or maybe they did it in spite of you, but, um, and, you know, and te teaching at a smaller uh, school like the, the university that, that I'm at, um, it's a lot easier. There's that relationship thing again. It's a lot mm -hmm. easier to get to know the students and keep track of them. And I, I often have uh, student former students come come back. I just had one from L'Oreal, for example. Uh, you know, they, they love to come in and share with the current students what to expect and everything. So. Uh, you know, higher ed is a, is a business that's built on relationships the same way your business is built on relationships. Absolutely. And by the way, I mean, I think Michael Jordan is over time has proven he's just as good in business as he is in yeah, basketball. Right. And so, I mean, maybe you learned a little thing or two in this marketing class maybe, that uh, he maybe. put into practice. <laughs> You never know, but I doubt it, but it, uh, you know, sure. <laughs> oh man, give yourself a little credit. All right, Michael, yeah. well, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you for ha for sharing your expertise and, and answering questions. Um, before we head out, is there anything that um, I may not have asked you or that you wanted to share? Uh, no, I think you did, a, you did a great job. I mean, you know, we could talk about disruptions in consumer behavior for hours and hours, but no, no one wants to listen to that. So I, you know, I, I would say just, you know, really be thoughtful about who your customers are and don't rely on old, old techniques like coming up with a market segment like uh, males in their 20s or something and assuming that all those people are, are alike. Um, and I actually wrote a book about that recently called The New Chameleons, uh, where, where I talk about some of these assumptions we make in marketing, putting people into these big categories and thinking everybody in that category is the same. Uh, a lot of that is changing in, in today's world where we can really speak one to one with people. And I know that you guys do that in your business um, online, you know, but that's that's really the new frontier of marketing is connecting with customers in a deeper way and doing it in a more personalized way. Feelings. We've got those loving feelings, and if we, if we can hold on to those bad boys and touch people uh, in ways that are that are emotional, that that hit that spot, they're gonna remember you because you made them feel something. Yeah. Michael, thank you very much. Hopefully, we made you feel a little uh, happy and and some fun today. Put some smiles on your yeah. faces, uh, ladies and gents. One more time, michaelsolomon.com. Go ahead, check it out. Learn how to engage with your customers just like we try to engage with you each and every day. See you tomorrow. Peace, and we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? 
Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.